All right, all right, all right. Ladies and gentlemen, hello, good evening. How is everyone? Welcome <laughs> to another Wide Outs World edition. I'm your host, Michael Timpson, yeah. along with my main man, Irving Fryer and Fred Barnett. Are what's in up? The house. What's up? Peace. Peace in the Middle East. What's going hey. on, man? It's cold outside, baby. It's, it's cold, cold outside. It's cold, man. <laughs> it's cold down in Florida. You're, Flo you're in Florida. It's cold down in Florida? No, it's cold enough. You know, when it oh, when it Lord. dips in the 60s, people think it's gonna snow in Florida. Yeah. They don't come, you know, they don't come for that kind of cold weather. So it's yeah. cold. Yeah. It's 60 degrees. Well, our blood, is not remember cold. our bloods, our blood's thin. Our blood's that's not thin. So that's, had, that's not because it's cold, that's because you old. No, uh, people <laughs> in general, people in general, blood is thin. Uh, you don't do, you don't do well with cold. Wow. So, because every if you look around, all the ladies bring out their boots. The minute, the minute it's sixty five, they bring out their boots. Well, bring at least they put out. some. At least they put clothes on. Shoot. Well, that's true. They be walking around down too. in Florida half dressed, half naked. <laughs> watch looking, out! Watch out! Pastor. Looking crazy. I used to live down there. Shoot, it's cool. They look. They yes, sir. Mm. They do like they do up here up north. As soon as they start getting warm, they start taking their clothes off up here. Just, a, just shame. So, did just you shame. guys have a good Thanksgiving? Oh yeah, I, I did. I did. I didn't. I didn't eat that much this year. So, I, 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 I had a really good Thanksgiving. I ate two turkey legs, and that was it. Nobody messes with my turkey legs, by the way. That's it. I didn't <laughs> eat any. I didn't. Eat, I didn't eat any stuffing, and I had a, a little piece of. Uh, Sweet potato pie, and that was it, man. And I was, I was, okay, sipping on that right yeah. there. Yeah, that was it. Well, my okay. my wife cooked her behind off. I didn't ask her to. Didn't we didn't really plan on that, but she got up and man, she burned all day yeah. long. And we sat the two of us and ate mm -hmm. and started nice. watching all watched all those football games, which you know, like you said, Mike, most of them were garbage. <laughs> they weren't even fun to watch. Um, yeah. yeah. But uh, it was a good day because we had a day off. Um, she didn't really have a day off because she was cooking all day, but we had a day off, and uh, that was that was really, really enjoyable. Listen, uh, Manny Day is on. We see you, Manny Day. Uh, we see uh, Vinny Capriati. He's on watching Where's right now. Where's Richard? He's, he's, I was going to say, I'm saving him for last. No, Where Richard is, is on Richard? right now. Richard what's says, up, Richard? <laughs> don't start, uh -oh. Mr. <laughs> Richard says, what's up, guys? He was the first one on. He says, what's up, guys? I'm good under circumstances. Nah, I'm really angry. <laughs> I'm going to throw him oh. with Nah, oh, I'm we're really angry. Talk, yeah, we're going to talk about I would, be angry. I would be angry too, Richard. We're going to talk about you today, I'd be Richard. We're going to talk about your bills today. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, I mean, yes, you got to pay your bills, Richard. <laughs> <laughs> so, somebody, somebody said bill stands for something. I, can't, I couldn't remember what it was. I heard it on the radio. They said Bills stands for something, something, something likes losing Super Bowls. Okay. Oh. Something, something likes losing Super Bowls. I forget what the first two letters represented, but it was right. It was on point. Something, something likes losing Super Bowls. So that they, so, they were so, referencing uh, the four Super Bowls they lost in a row. So let's yeah. do this. Let's let's talk about the, uh, the, game, the game of the week that uh, we were talking about early and as a matter of fact uh fred was the grand marshal uh if i have that correct fred you're the you're the you were the you you tossed a coin you did something that was grand marshal <laughs> the grand marshal i'm like i'm like what do you like the pooh like, what's he talking about grand poobah so i was so the honorary you at, captain honorary captain same thing same thing yeah. grand poobah you were, you were on you were on so yeah. you went to the game can you kind of fill us in give us a little feel of how it was the atmosphere and everything at the game that, uh, Buffalo, well, you Buffalo. know what it was. Yeah. It was very, it was very wet. It was cold. Uh, it was really miserable in the stands, to tell you the truth. And uh, it wasn't raining hard. You know, it could have been worse, but it was just kind of drizzling on and off. And when it came down, and you know, it drizzled, drizzled a lot. We were on the sidelines for a bit. The kids, my kids, had fun. But the interesting thing about it is that the energy, in my opinion, the energy really came out. Uh, when the game started, was it was in the favor of of Buffalo, and I just really felt like the way the way the Eagles were playing the first half and even just just the first few series, I'm like, Buffalo's gonna gonna sneak this. Yeah. yeah. And there was at least two times 
where I saw the, the, the bills, the players just kind of relaxed and say, you know, and it seemed that they were like, okay, we got this. One. There was at least twice that they did that. And, and the Eagles turned it around. It, it, it's, yeah. it, it was, it was so exciting for the fans. Of course it was exciting for the players, but I, I just kind of tried to soak it all in and just like, it, it, it was just so amazing on how everybody from the, on the Eagles, you know, all the players were just so calm and everybody just had this, just this attitude of just not giving up. And I mean, Hurts, it's, I, I, I can't figure that cat out, man. He just has no emotion. You know, None. Uh, I mean, they I'm, showed him, and I'm sure you didn't zero. see him, but we were watching on TV and he was just sitting there like. Just stoic. Like just, what? <laughs> yeah. just stoic. Just staunchy, just stiff. No emotion. Yeah. You know, it was Nothing. raining. He had his, you know, hood over his head. And I think the other team was scoring at the time that one mm -hmm. of the times they showed him sitting on the sidelines. And yeah, he has no, I mean, even, even later on, uh, I think it was Monday, one of the radio shows, one of the big radio, sh uh, stations here, WIP, uh, yeah. I guess they were talking about one of his interviews that he did, uh, that day, maybe after practice, whenever it was, but he wasn't, he couldn't express how he felt. He didn't know how he felt. And to them, it looked as though he wasn't having fun. And they were kind of concerned about it, but but yeah, he's he's that he's like that. His demeanor is like that, and he really, I think he is he an he, introvert. Is he an introvert? I think to a certain extent he is an introvert. Um, I don't. He's not going to be one. Of these, I mean, you see him in some commercials and things like that, mm -hmm. but he's not going to be one of these guys like the Kelsey brothers with his podcast and doing yeah, stuff like no, that. He's okay. not. He's not going to be one all. of those kind of cats. He's going to have endorsements and things like that, but he he's not. A real big outgoing person. He's he's kind of yeah. he seems like he's kind of to himself. He's my fraternity yeah. brother. I'm proud of that. Um, but but yeah, he's I don't I don't know, man. He's hard to figure out. I do know that he is focused. He is completely focused right. because some of those things, That's, some of the things that this team has been doing, and they're my actually my team of the week. But some of the things this team has been doing, particularly this these last four weeks, coming from behind the way they have and doing what they need yeah. to do. Not in a flashy fashion, but just in a business-like fashion, getting done what they getting need to get done. done when the time comes. Man, they're just—they're unbelievable. They—they've beaten the Dallas Cowboys, and I'm going into my you know team of the week. They beat the Dallas Cowboys. Go right ahead, Rev, yeah. Reverend Doctor. Go right ahead. <laughs> they beaten the Dallas Cowboys, and they had their their bye. Then they came back and they beat the Chiefs. Then they came back and they beat the Bills. Uh, now they have uh, the 49ers this 49. Sunday, and then yeah. they play Dallas after that. So there's this gauntlet of, of of teams that they're playing that are the best teams right now and playing the best in the league. And they're 3-0 and right now. And we were, we were all the shows and, and predictions that we had uh, going into this gauntlet, five-game gauntlet, we said, well, they come out 4-1, and one, they come out 3-2, and two, they'll, they'll be yeah. all right. Well, they're 3-0 and right now, and they've but done it by coming from behind. How long is that going to work? You know as well as I do. We don't know. We don't know. But but well, we don't saying. know. But here I, and I you and you think at some, and you think at some point their not their luck is going to run out, but it's going to catch up to them. I mean, because listen, the first eight drives in this game, they had twenty nine. The first eight drives in this game against um, the Bills, they had twenty nine plays for ninety two yards with a three point two yard per play average. Then they flipped the script in the second half. The next six drives, they had 37 plays, 213 yards, four TDs, one field goal, and averaged 5.8 yards per play. They've done this back-to-back-to-back to back to back weeks. The Eagles outscored their opponents 79-30 to 30 in the second half, and they've done that in the last four games, over Bro, the last four Buffalo, games. Buffalo had almost 600 yards. Yes. And, That's and, they, crazy. and they've been out. They've been out. Uh, <laughs> sta crazy. The statistics are are not in their favor. You know, the, the teams they're yeah. beating that, yeah. have better statistics or better statistically yeah. in that game than the Eagles. But the scoreboard always ends up in favor of the Eagles. So they're my, they're my team of the week. They're, they just continue to win and they have yet yeah. to put, and, and they know it, yet to put a, a whole game together, but they're beating good teams, Mike. That's that's the thing about it. They're beating upper echelon teams, and some of these, like the Dallas Cowboys, they haven't beat a team that has a winning record. They're zero two no. versus teams with winning records. All the teams they yeah. beat 
had 500 or less. Were at 500 less. less. So the Eagles. Who's less? All of them are less. Five yeah. Three. So the Eagles are, are beating teams that are good teams. And listen, the Dallas Cowboys played one of the best games of the season in that game. The Chiefs played one, not one of the best games, but we know they the Chiefs are tough. Bad, yeah. Listen, Josh they Allen tough. played yeah, one Chiefs. of the best games he played all year versus the Eagles this past weekend. So, uh, and, and the Eagles still came out on top. It's it's unbelievable what they're doing. You know, I want to ask you about a play. You guys may have seen yeah. You guys watched the game, right? So when the Eagles were getting ready to do, I want your opinion about this. When the Eagles were getting ready to do their first uh, uh, brotherly shove, first tush push, um, what was his name? Jordan Phillips came across the line of scrimmage and just jacked Cam Jurgens up. I mean, you, yeah. do y'all yeah. remember seeing that? Now, yeah. I'm thinking yeah. to myself when that happened because of the way it happened, because, you know, if a guy jumps off sides, you know, he kind of stops. Nobody else moving. He hits the guy. He kind of stops. But he, I mean, he drilled Cam Jurgens and ran him back. I thought he was trying to really hurt him for a couple of reasons. One, because obviously he was trying to take a shot at Cam, maybe get him out of the game. Maybe Cam was, was handling him up to that point. But at the same time, he knew they were going to get the first down with the tush push. So let me just take my shot at this cat. I'm going to take and, a shot. Yeah, I'm going to take a shot at him, see if I can get, you know, do something to influence him for the rest of the game. But I thought it was a dirty shot because he really followed through and he kept on coming, kept driving his legs and really, you know, hit Cam until he rolled over and couldn't couldn't roll over anymore. Um, I thought there should have been a flag on that play. There wasn't, but uh, I thought there was and I thought it was a dirty hit. What do you guys think? If you if you Mike, can you remember that that play, well, I, I, I remember the. Play. I, 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 go ahead, go ahead, Mike. Uh, I just I don't think it was a dirty play. I think he was trying to set the tone. Um, I That's think not how you set the tone. Let Mike talk. I believe that he was trying to take a shot to say, you know what, I'm gonna take a shot at you right while I got it. Right. You you're probably gonna get the the tush push is gonna go in anyway, so I'm gonna take a shot while I can. That's all. I just don't think it was That's dirty, it. but I just think he's just took I, a shot. I think that they are strategic on how they run the play and when they snap the ball. If you watch all the tush push, it's not it's not when he instantly gets up. Sometimes it's three, four, five seconds after. So I think he was trying to anticipate when they want when they were going to snap the ball, and once he didn't anticipate it. Once he lost, he just finished the play and didn't and didn't really care. Yeah, but he just I, kept, I think, he I, just kept going. He just kept going. What does he? What does he? What does he have to lose? He no, got no, nothing to lose. No, he got nothing to lose. lose. But usually, I, when somebody I, jumps off by accident, they don't no, keep going seen, like that. We've seen it both ways. We've seen it both ways. You think about it. You've seen it both ways. Sometimes they go through and they just like I'm gonna take the shot and just finish it. Mm-hmm. And, and at the same time, too. I, I mean, Mike, you mentioned it at the same time, too. Inevitably, when you are outmatched or feel that you're outmatched, you kind of want to set a tone with the guy that that, that that you face, you know, that you face. I mean, there are times when I'm, I'm going up against defensive backs and the play is over. And I just give him a push, you know, just to let him know, <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm it here. Ju- it wasn't just a I'm push. Here. Okay. Okay. I'm here. No, no, I'm just saying that's what I do to just, just set the tone with them. Right. And, I'll, and, and in my opinion, I'm like, I'm in your – I want to get in your head. And I want to let you know that I'm here. And I think, and I think that was his anticipation. Oh, that's what that's what he was trying to do. But inevitably, I think that his initial him coming off the ball was him trying to anticipate anticipate right. when the ball was right. going to be. Now, high. now we, but now but, we he, but he but he did go overboard. I don't know. Yeah. If it was, of course, it wasn't. I don't know if it would, it should have been a penalty, but it was over the top. It was over the top. Yeah, and, and, and yeah, the tush, it was over the top. Yeah, and the tush push is you guys do know Jordan Mailata is used to be a rugby player. So it's a, it's a rugby move. When you watch those linemen, the offensive linemen on the Eagles, uh, offensive line, when they snap that ball, their heads like are at the ground. They go down. Yeah. That's why teams can't get underneath them because they go down and they come together. That's something I think that, you, that Mylotta taught that offensive line how to do because that's a rugby move. That's what they used to do. That's what they do in rugby. And that's why nobody's yeah. able to do it the way they do it or be as successful at trying to do it, uh, we saw the Bills do a quarterback sneak, and he got a yard, but it wasn't the same. Listen, Florence is Florence is on with us. Florence is all the way in the state of Washington. 
All right, and she's watching right now. Yeah, Fulton Fryer is locked in with us. Guy Rozier, my line brother, is locked in with us. Listen, my mother is watching right now, y'all, and she says y'all don't. She's mama said y'all don't know that Hertz is praying when he's on the sidelines. That's why he looks like he's in another world. (laughs) Okay, that worked. That worked. That look, mama know. Mama know. Hey. So so let's let's stay with that theme. You talked about the top team of the week. Uh, Fred, give us your top team of the week. My top team of the week, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm disappointed because I really thought Houston was going to keep up the success that they had. They won three in a row, and the Jaguars came in there, and they were like, no, 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 no. But there was there was a field goal that 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 grazed the, the, the goalpost and, and, you know, took them out of it. Mm-hmm. But Lawrence, Lawrence had a pretty good game. He had 364 yards. They had 84, 81 yards rushing. He hit seven different receivers. Uh, so they, of course, they, 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 they keep the lead in, in the AFC South. And at seven and three, um, the you know, the uh, the Houston would have been Houston. They would have been tied at that point. Right. Right. So I, I really thought Houston was going to keep it going. Uh, C.J. Stroud didn't have a bad game. He had two touchdowns, 304 yards. They had 91 rushing yards. He had 10 different receivers. Nico Collins had seven for 104 and a touchdown. But I, 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 I think that uh, the Jags, you know, came into came into a situation where there was a team, of course, that that they were hot. Uh, C.J. is is unbelievable. Uh, still, I think in the running for you know they talking the MVP, and of course he'll definitely get Rookie of the Year probably. But uh, I think for the Jacks to, to 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 beat this team as hot as they were, where they were sitting right there was 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 phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Did you did you make so I, notes? So I give it to the Jacks. Did you make note of that game? How bad the officiating was? I mean that it was some terrible calls in that game. <laughs> terrible. It seemed to be terrible calls every every game. Right. That's true to be too. Terrible right. That's true too. It's, it's, it's getting that. to a it's getting to a point to where every time a team loses, the fans from that team say, "Hey, look at the calling. It's the calling." Yeah. I mean, my I, my cousin, you know, talked about the Chiefs calling. You know, every game it's 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 just the losing team talked about you know how the refs are, are calling the game. You know, I, I think so. some of the some of the rule changes have really had an impact on how the referees call the games, um, and and they kind of get gray area sometimes where you know if they're in question about it in any way at all they mm-hmm. call or throw the flag um i really do believe that you know because i mean even let's say for instance <clears throat> the quarterback is protected he's got protection that other mm-hmm. players don't have particularly when he's in in the in the pocket but when a right. quarterback is running and he decides to slide as he's running if i'm a defensive player and i i take off to get him I'm in. I'm. I'm within. within, Yeah, yeah, I commit to to tackle him. I'm within reaching distance, and I commit to tackle him. And at that moment, he starts sliding. Well, guess what? I'm gonna hit him in the head (laughs) because I'm 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 aiming for his waist or lower. But then when he starts sliding, and I've seen that happen a lot of times, and they throw penalty penalty flags on the defender. When it's not the defender's fault, he didn't intentionally hit the the quarterback in the head. Yeah. The quarterback just all of a sudden decide to slide when he had committed to tackling the quarterback. But but here's what's happened: the league where it is now, it's quarterback driven. Right. Don't you think for sure. a minute that they're gonna protect they have them. those 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 meetings, They're gonna protect those doggone mm-hmm. zillion dollar quarterbacks. Go zillion dollar. Yep. <laughs> every every time. Mm-hmm. And that's what's happening. You see that? That's why they get all these kind of calls. And every time there's a rule change, it's to protect the quarterback even more. Right. Right. So I'm not yeah. surprised by that. But you know, even though they're a runner, if they go anywhere near their head, they're gonna call it every time. Right. But it's, that's... so, so my team of the week. Go ahead. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. No, go ahead. Go ahead. What you got for no? Oh, no, no. I was going to ask. My I was team, of the, ask you my, which team of the week. My team of the week, which I'm surprised you guys didn't say see this one, uh, the Denver Broncos. The Denver Broncos. If we were all betting men, man, we could put some, <laughs> make some money on Denver. Yeah. Denver is rolling. Rolling. Now yeah. they take the top team, Cleveland, mm-hmm. and whoop them, twenty nine to twelve. Mm-hmm. Uh, no turnovers. Uh, Russell Wilson, 13, 22, 13 of twenty two, hundred thirty four yards. Didn't do much, but he didn't turn the ball over. 
which is big. Mm-hmm. They 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 recovered three uh, fumbles. Um, three times they were in the, in the red zone and they converted. Um, and I just this team, man, uh, they've won the last five of their games. The last yeah. five games they've yeah. won. And, yeah. and get and here's the names they've won. Four of them: KC, Buffalo, Minnesota, mm-hmm. and Cleveland. Yeah, I mean they're, they're they're beating some teams. And remember, and they now, started out one and five. They started out yes, one sir. and five. Now they're six and, and five. This week, this week they go to Houston, so we'll really find out. Because I'm telling we'll you, we'll really find out this week. If, if if they beat Houston in Houston, mm-hmm. because the rest of their yeah. schedule is 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 pretty doable, um, mm-hmm. we're gonna have to be looking at. Um, Denver say, you know what, man, what an amazing turnaround, and they're hot. Yeah. They're hot, and nobody wants to yeah. play hot. You hear it all the time. Nobody wants to play a hot team like that, mm-hmm. and they're hot right yeah. now. Yeah, really they, hot. They've already had an amazing turnaround, in my opinion. They were, I, I believe, my team either last week or the week before when they. Uh, it was last week when they got back to even. Um, mm-hmm. Just coming back from one and five, and just getting themselves. To, that's hard to do. It's hard to win a game in the NFL, let alone get on a streak like they're on. Uh, yeah. and, and, and it's not like they have an abundance of talent. Russell Wilson somehow, some way, you know, made whatever adjustments that he needed to make, uh, in order to be yeah. more efficient as the quarterback with that team. And he's just been, they just been rolling, man. They've been rolling together. Yeah. I, I got, I got a quick question for y'all and I know we need to move on, but we got some people. Y'all see- go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm, I'm going to talk about the people in their comments. We'll talk about their comments in a minute. Did y'all see uh, the Bills player Shaq Lawson go in the stands and go to the stands and shove the uh, shove one of the fans? Eagles yep, fans. I read about it. Now, I, I, see it though. I saw. I, it. You know, because because well, he he mentioned that the fan uh, uh, threatened his him and his family. Mm. I mean, what I'm 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 just I'm I'm kind of torn between, you know that type of action in dealing with the fans and, and what i've saw, what i've seen i think over the over the past few years three four five years is that players are getting so sensitive toward what fans are saying it's right. just i i'm wondering i've been called everything under the sun from 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 fans and been right remember being in arizona and uh uh, uh playing the cardinals and somebody said something i might not even say it i looked around and i'm and i'm like it's just a fan. It's just mm-hmm. a fan, and, and and I've seen it even bleed over into basketball. How oh, now basketball. fans who are heck, heckling yeah. players, yeah. and now the players are just just stop and they and they and they you know going toward. Yeah. The, can't you heckle anymore? You can't even heckle anymore. What what's going on? I'm I'm confused. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but names That's my, my will point. never hurt me. Yeah, so. I mean, he's in the I'm stands. Confused. Yeah, you got yeah. <laughs> That's that's being oversensitive. I mean. I mean, you won't say it, but I say it. I've been called nigger. I've been called porch monkey, all that stuff. Uh, Everything. Partic- particularly up in New York where in, for the Jets and the Giants. Oh, they, were, oh, they, oh. they were the worst. Mike, you was there. You was there oh. with me. They were the worst. I mean, throwing stuff and calling us everything but a child of God. Everything. Every, everything. So, yeah, you can't, you can't feed into that. Um, people have this. Uh, this 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 preconception about Philadelphia Eagles fans anyway, so you should know or yeah, think or or at least uh, um, prepare yourself for something like that to happen in terms of some derogatory comments. But for him to go into the stands, that is out of order. So let me I don't ask care if he did threaten you. What's he going to do? He threatened your family. What, what are he going to do? What, they, what the guy is going to do? If, what what happens? What happens when the fan jumps on the field? He gets. Taken out. That's right. That's right. Immediately. Yeah. And they've even told us that if somebody if a fan comes towards you, take them right to take hell. Take them out. out. That's right. Take right. them out. Now, right. this fan is in the in the stands talking and he comes to the stand. Yeah, wrong. Wrong. One hundred percent wrong. Wrong. Now, no matter me, what me, he said. Now let me ask you a question. And I think this is the this is the position of some players, and I think we can appreciate this too. Because some fans take it to a point where I've paid my money. I can call you or say anything about you, do anything because I paid my money and I can do this. And I think what the league is trying to do is trying to protect players the best they can, because you can't go to someone else's job and say and do anything and act out like that. You can't do that. 
So I see that both sides, but I agree with you. We can't go in the stands and take it upon ourselves. But at the same time, yeah. if they're trying to make steps to protect us and not have people just say things like that, because imagine now if they're saying something about a person's family, this day and age, yeah, you get kind of shaky with social media right. and, you know, people yeah. messing with your family, you know. But that, but that, but at that, t- at that time, yeah. Mike, uh, in today's world, what you should do, what what he should have done, just like you said, call security. This call cat security. is threatening my family, so and let cat. security handle it. He's right, right there. He's right there in the front. I don't agree with him going in the stands. No, I don't. Right? No, I'm saying, but he should he should have if he felt threatened, uh, mm-hmm. which maybe yes. he did. I don't know. Maybe he felt right. threatened. Maybe he felt like the guy was serious about what he was saying. But what he should have done, because the team has security, they have security people with the team. Should have went and right. got the security guy who travels with the team, security team, and told him about the guy and and either got yeah. him ejected or let their security know about it because guess what? They can ban that fan from the stadium. Yeah. They can keep that fan com- from coming to the stadium. Because if we're honest, some of them we need to go knock out anyway because some of them get completely out well, of Well, yeah. Well, that's what we want to do. And, they'll, and they won't say anything like that if we're out on the street. They won't come up to right. us and address us like that. They're doing that because no, there's a wall and we're on the field and they're in the stands. That's the only reason why they're talking all that junk because <laughs> oh. there's because they they believe that we can't get to them, which we shouldn't right. be able to get to right. them. Yeah. But we can do sure. something about it, which was which is you know let security know. But, so but that, the, uh, the problem is the problem is they're getting to us, <laughs> right? But we can't get to them. Right, right. Well, so, so inevitably, I, I, don't let them get to you. Don't let them get to me. I'm not. I don't well, let them get to me. If if there was, if I was sitting on the bench, because I would always sit on the bench when the defense was on the mm-hmm. field. If I wasn't on the field yeah. playing, I'd come and sit on the bench, try to you know keep yeah. myself calm. Um, but if there was somebody, and this really only happened maybe once or twice, and it was in New York where they weren't necessarily heckling me, but they were heckling, saying some crazy stuff, and they may have called my name a couple times. I just get up and walk over to the sidelines and stand on the sidelines, get up off the bench That's so right. I can't hear them yeah. kind of mix in with everybody. So, so just ignore them. And so are you wrong. Exactly. If you give them the one, if you give them the one finger salute, are you wrong? <laughs> huh? I didn't say if that's what floats your boat. If that's what floats you, if that's what floats your boat, do what you want. I, I, I dealt with it best because if I allow myself to, to, to respond, then now I'm I'm caught up in it, and now I'm not thinking about the game, yeah. and my it emotions are going much. somewhere else. It won't take much. To give one finger salute. It won't take much. Yeah, well, I'm, well, you I'm, know, you know, God, God bless, God bless my teammate. Rest in peace. But Reggie White's one finger salute. The the pinky, huh? Uh, <laughs> the pinky. <laughs> you do this? <laughs> no, he like when he, when he wanted to give you the one finger salute, he'd give you that right there. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I, uh, I'll, man, I'll, look, I'll look, make... Manny, Manny Day said no, cause the one finger salute is the First Amendment constitutional right. LOL. I'm gonna throw that out there. The one finger salute is the First Amendment constitutional uh... right. Freedom of speech. I hear you, Manny. There you go. Samantha, we got Samantha Ross with us. Wanda Cunningham is Let's with rock. us. Uh Richard Melton is going off, y'all. Oh, <laughs> Talk, Richard. What, what's Richard talking about? Uh, Guy Rozier still with us. Fulton Fryer still with us. <laughs> uh, Manny Day said, also seems like when only one team has something very special, the league wants to change. He's talking about the tush push. Uh, it, uh, the Eagles had the longest field goal ticket. Uh, they moved the goal post up now. The Eagles got the push or shoved. Now they want to outlaw it. Huh? I'm not sure exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That was, right. that was, yeah. Manny, that was, oh. some of that was an incomplete I tried to do like Jethro Bodine and decipher it. Tell Manny to get AI to give to, to write, a, write, a, write a question. Uh, you type it too fast, Manny. Or well, I'm, just, I'm just blind, one or the other. Wide receiver of the week, Fred. Fred, what you got? Wide receiver of the week. Oh, I thought we was on the surprise. Okay. No, no. no. DJ. We're okay. going. We're you going. We're doing, what, we're doing what the host says. Tonight. Okay, my my fault. <laughs> Wide receiver of the week. This guy had a tough game. It was a oh my god! It was it was the the worst game ever. Uh oh. Uh, 
and it was it was a Monday night game. Uh, DJ Moore had 11 catches for 100, 114 yards. Didn't have didn't have a touchdown, but I watched that game, and this cat came up with some unbelievable catches over the middle. He got beat up, and of course they won the game. But uh, you know, it, it was it was a tough game for them. I mean, he made some very tough catches. It, you know, he, he it was you know, he, and he paid for it. I mean, at one point he, they were looking at his ribs. He took his shoulder pads off. He's over on the sideline, you know, kind of menacing. He, he was he was beat up. But I, I all those we had a lot, a lot of guys with some numbers, some pretty good numbers. Uh, DJ Moore kind of really impressed me because um, I didn't. I he's one of those guys I didn't look at as like a, you know, receiver who's going to be consistent. You know, doing it every week. You know, running good routes, whatever. But he had a great game, you know, unbelievable game a few weeks ago, a few, I, probably about a month, month and a half ago, but over 200 plus yards. But he had 11 catches for 114 yards. Really tough yard. Really, really tough yards. So, let so me I give it to DJ this, Moore. Since that's your wide receiver of the week, let me ask you a question. Put on your GM hat. Justin Fields, GM. is he your quarterback? If you are the GM for the Chicago Bears, is he your quarterback, or you go out and and get uh, perhaps a quarterback from USC? Everybody's you know asking that question this week. Everybody's asking. You know that what? Question. That's that's an interesting mine's, question. Mine's unscripted. I, I haven't watched anything. It just you know just came. No, just came. Right. It's <laughs> yeah, an <okay>. interesting <laughs> epiphany. It's a it's a it's an interesting question, and I say this, and I say it honestly. I'm not qualified to answer that question. Let me tell you man, why. answer the question, oh, man. Lord, no, 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 no. Now listen, 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 let me tell you something. I would like to give an honest answer, and when fans, like myself, see players do certain things, it really takes being in the meeting room to see if he did the right thing or not. Are you so my, my, question, my question... Don't you told, you asked me if I was a GM. Throwing it so, so you want me to be right. so you so you want me to be a fan? You want me to be and a fan and answer the question? In the, I, I, me, in the no. meeting room, he's being trained I, and told and taught to throw the ball to the guy who has the same color jersey on that he has. Yeah, that's what he's being told. That's what he's being taught. So, so, so when he throws so, the ball right. to the other jersey, other color jersey, that ain't right. Is he your quarterback? If, it's a, if, if, if he's a yes, if that's a yes or no question, no. He's not. Okay. Okay. What about you, Irv? Nah, he ain't mine. Nope. Got, gotta go. Gotta go. Okay. So you guys <laughs> not high on him. Okay. No, I'm not. And I'm high trying on to him. I'm trying I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt because I feel like he does some good things and I see him doing some good things. And I'm wondering if it, if it's really him making those choices. Is it, is it coaching? play calling or what? That's my that's my point. That's where I'm getting at. Yes. Okay. But the thing about that's it, where, Mike, you I'm know going. what you know what happens with these young cats when they come in, particularly the quarterbacks, they come in mm. and if they don't have the proper coaching, if they don't uh, end up in a relationship with their coach that ends up benefiting them and helping them to get through their first couple of years without scarring them emotionally and scarring them. And pull them out. And yeah, yeah they, they're jacked up Why? for the rest of their career if they end up playing any significant period of time. So it may be Justin, it may be the coach. It's a combination of all of it. But right now, to me, he just doesn't look like he has the mentality and the temperament that some of these other quarterbacks like the Jalen Hurts, like a CJ Stroud, have like a um and, and like a tour. He doesn't have the temperament and the demeanor and the, the, the mindset he that he needs to be a quarterback in this league. Maybe he'd do but better you, as a wide receiver. You gotta Maybe give him you gotta give him a shot with with someone that's a quarterback whisperer. You got to give him a shot yeah. before you say he's no good and we need to move on. You got to give him a shot with somebody that can teach him. You, you're absolutely right. I think, in my opinion, Jalen Hurts had that shot. When you when you think when you look at guys like Justin Fields and even Jalen Hurts, you're looking at guys who were very instrumental in running the football in college. So what mm. happens is when they make that transition to pro, all of a sudden, dude. You, you you just can't drop back and think that you're gonna outrun a linebacker. So you know that right. that forty five yard that forty five yards that you gained in college when that linebacker was in a certain position. Mm -hmm. Oh, you going you going it's fourth down now. You know when it was third and four. You know so so I think inevitably, Justin and, and you made a great point, Mike, because I think if he had someone that could really teach him the game, right. and at the, at the same time, too, he has to have a mindset that he have absorbs the teaching. And I think that's what really happened to Jalen Hurt. When Jalen first got on the field, the one thing that I kept saying, I said, he, he's, he's playing like he's in college. Mm -hmm. 
Right. And that's not right. going to work. And and that's, that's what I was saying. He now just, he's totally different. He's and that's totally what different. I was saying about Fields. Has he made the transition from men- mentally, emotionally, psychologically, uh, in terms of being a quarterback? Has he made that transition from college to the pros? He, I don't think he's done that it, as of now. It, now there may be there's obviously different reasons why. You know, it's not that he doesn't have talent. Uh, it, 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 I'm sure there's something to do with coaching. I'm sure it's got something to do with the talent that's around him. It may even have something to do with the kind of offensive scheme they have. Right. right. Mm-hmm. So we'll we'll give it an incomplete. Okay. Thank you for the uh, the GM. All right, Irv, wide receiver of the week. <laughs> okay, I want to say shout out to Troy Oglesby. He said, "What's up, Fred? You know, you know All Troy. Right. Oh yeah, I know Troy. Yeah. What's up, Troy?" Fulton Fryer still in the house. Richard Richard Melton said, Mr. Timpson, boy, bye. Justin Fields is running. <laughs> he said, Justin Fields running around back there like scrambled eggs. <laughs> uh, Fulton Fryer uh, says, QBs today need that offensive-minded coach. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so my wide receiver of the week, good God almighty, um, <laughs> he only caught one ball. All right. Mm. What? Wait, 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 wait. He caught one ball, you said? He caught one ball. Oh, one touchdown. One ball. Lord have He me. caught one ball. It was a touchdown. Y'all don't know who it is. Olamide no, no, Zacchaeus. Give us a tight end. Don't you give us a tight no, end. No, 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 no. It's okay. a receiver. Olamide okay. Zacchaeus. The Eagles wide receiver. I'm leaving. Zacchaeus, yeah. come down from the tree. Zacchaeus, Zacchaeus, come down. <laughs> but listen. Here, here's why. Here, here, here's why you don't know the whole story. Here's why he's my receiver of the week. First of all, it's the only ball that was thrown to him that day. It was a big play, put the Eagles ahead in the game yeah. in uh, in the second half. Right. That's right. He's the fourth wide receiver. He got moved from the third wide receiver to the fourth wide receiver when Julio Jones came in. He came in yeah. and he took Greg Ward's not Greg Ward. Um, what's the uh? What's the other cat's name? He took. He came in and was became the third receiver. Uh, Quez Watkins took Quez Watkins' yeah. spot. Now, yeah. for him to come into the game, and he's probably caught maybe even had targeted him this whole season. I can I can see six or seven balls where he was even targeted this whole season. Mm-hmm. This is a big time, big time play, a big moment yeah. in the game as the third wide receiver. Jalen rolls to his left. Zacchaeus is down running towards the end zone and the ball is thrown. The ball's in the air for a while. It's not a dart. Did you say Jalen Rose? That's basketball. Did you say Jalen Rose? Jalen rolled out. He rolled. Rolled out. Rolled, not Rose. (laughs) (laughs) He rolled. You hearing things, man. Jalen rolled out. He rolled. He rolled. Rolled out to his left and throws the ball. And he goes up and makes this catch in the back of the end zone. With a DB draping on him, hand hand kind of in his face, and then gets yeah. his feet down in the back of the end zone for the touchdown. The only ball he was thrown that whole day. It wasn't until the uh, latter part of the second half, and he makes the big play. You both know. Yeah. You both know that it's tough to come into the game as a third or fourth wide receiver and be put in a position like that at a moment like that and to come through with a big play. When you haven't been playing, you haven't been in the flow, you haven't been getting any balls, but here it comes, and I need to catch it because if I don't catch it, we're going to lose this game. And he made the play. When guys like Quez Watkins and Greg Ward would have dropped that ball, Zacchaeus is my receiver of the week. Okay. Actually, to toot my horn, I don't know how it is because I was never the third or fourth wide receiver. <laughs> okay, I was never the third <laughs> or fourth wide receiver either. I'm, I'm dealing with these all stars here. I'll tell you, I was a third receiver, so I know what it feels like. All, you, 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 well, you put it this way: my here. my sophomore year in college, I was I was the the backup wing back. Okay, so I knew what it was like wing to come at. Yeah, I was a I was a wing back. I wasn't a receiver in college. That's I, I was I was surprised why they even drafted me as a wide receiver. Sound I was like, a wing back. Sound like, that joke was sound like a piece of sound like a sound like was, a piece of chicken connected to a breast. A wing I was back. I was a, I was a back in college. I wasn't the a receiver wing. in college. I blocked. Yeah, we know we know her. All right, know. So, wing hey, team. You the man. I feel pretty good about my wide receiver of the week since you said Zakia. Oh, 
What you I mean? That's a that was a great analogy. That was a great example, that was a man. Great, that, that, that's a great example. I get yeah. it. Yeah. No, I, I mean, uh, I mean it's legit. It's legit. He rose My to the occasion. Is uh, the Green Bay Packers? Kristen Watson. Okay. Yeah. I do so, yeah. Watson. Why? Um, Why Watson? When, I'm, I'm coming. I'm coming. Hold on, Reverend Doctor. <laughs> Win versus Detroit. Five catches for 94 yards, one touchdown. Here's the thing that got me excited about him particularly the fact that Jordan Love is playing real well right now. Uh, Green Bay is mm-hmm. playing real well. So he's coming at a real good time for them. And the very first play of the game, if you think back to the Detroit game on Thanksgiving while you're sitting there eating your second helping of macaroni and cheese, <laughs> first play of the game, it's, 50, it's 53 yards down the field, and they get the first play. So you guys have all been on the end. This is the first play of the game. Mm-hmm. We're going nine mm-hmm. routes, and you're excited. Yeah. This guy comes second year player. He comes up with a big catch. And from there, they just kept going. Because before you mm-hmm. know it, remember that game was 23 to 6 mm-hmm. at halftime. Yeah. So Green Bay yeah. came out. That play sparked them and they just kept rolling. And they went up yeah, and into Detroit and whooped up on Detroit uh on Turkey Day. So for me, that young receiver making a big play like that. And I want you all to keep your name, I mean, keep his name. Uh, uh, out there because he's going to make big plays for them going down the stretch, I believe, because right now they're hot. Mm. Jordan Love is playing well, and I think he's going to be the go-to receiver because they've needed that, and I believe he'll come up big. So Christian Watson is my wide receiver of the week. Christian Watson. Watson. All right. Yes, sir. Mr. My Watson. dear Watson. Watson. All right. So All right. Um, give me your surprise. Surprise! 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 Good, it's good or bad. Right. Well, so so, so you, let me start only because it kind of just segues to what I just uh, talked about. Green Bay oh, is we, my surprise I'm beating with, Detroit. Yep. Green Bay going into Detroit and whooping up on Detroit on Thanksgiving. Um, I, I was just I was really impressed because you guys know I've been big on Detroit and Green Bay. We pretty much uh, you know was putting a nail in their coffin. Um, Detroit, yep. here's an interesting stat that I found. Detroit has lost the last seven Thanksgiving Day games. Uh, NFL, hello, NFL. <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to say, Detroit don't never win on Thanksgiving. <laughs> I mean, you, you're killing us. You're killing us. Can you give us someone else? Oh, I Lord, mean, I, 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 somebody knows somebody, and that's why they're still on. But um, that was that was big for me. Uh, Jared Goff. Yeah. You had talked about him early. We don't know what what which what we're gonna get with him. He, he don't even look right in his uniform. I we know. <laughs> three, the week before he, he played had a good game. INTs. Then, but now he had three fumbles, three yeah. ints the week before. Now right. he come up with three fumbles, and one of them, yeah. uh, Simone Biles' husband takes it back and does a flip <laughs> in the in the end zone. She uh, teaching the flip. Do a flip, but she teaches him how to flip. <laughs> yeah, I'm sitting here like, oh, you got to be kidding me. So. Yeah. That's uh, my surprise. Green Bay beating up on Detroit, Fred. Yeah, I, th- I think you know, and and it, it was the same for me. I think it was just as you know, in the first round, just a punch in the nose, and all of a sudden, Detroit grabbed their nose instead of fighting back. And you know, they they was just dealing with that first punch, and 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 it just kind of took them out, put them in a mindset to where they were just always playing catch up and just making mistakes over and over again. You know, golf who who doesn't look like look look right in his uniform. From, from, uh, according to <laughs> according to Irv, he had he had 332 yards passing, had two touchdowns. St. Brown had nine for 95. They had 140 rushing, but you know they had turnover. And and as you mentioned, you know Green Bay came out and they just really sucker punched them right in the face. Mm-hmm. And and they 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 weren't able to punch back. All they could think about was that was that was that punch, and it, and it just lasted throughout the whole game. And that was my big, that was one of my biggest surprises. We talk about a four and six Packers coming into eight and two. Yeah, eight man. and two lions. Right. Yeah. They were eight and two. They were eight and two. Now they eight and they eight and three they, now. They were eight and two. <laughs> so let, let me give you a quote. Let me give you a share a quote with you that was surprising to me. Because I really like Dan Campbell as a coach. I think he's a player's coach. Um yeah. he said that he didn't have his team ready to play. I never thought I would hear him say that. Wow. Or a, coach, yeah, you know, or a coach yeah. say that, period. Yeah, you, you don't I mean you don't, I mean, you don't say I, that. Yeah, he says I didn't have my. You don't say that. And he says it's my fault putting him in that situation with the fake punt. And I was I was shocked by that. So hopefully uh, they get it together. Is he trying to get fired or what? 
Yeah, was he trying to was he trying to cover up from some for somebody else? I don't know. That was surprise to me. What yeah, you got, Herb? I never heard. Of that, I never heard. That well, you I'm, don't say. I'm gonna. I I called this guy out. It's a it's a it's a player. I called him out a couple of okay. weeks ago, and I I went back, and they lost. I'm talking about C.J. Stroud, the rookie. Mm-hmm. Um, and they lost to the Jaguars this week. But man, he became the first rookie in NFL history to throw for 300 plus yards in four consecutive games. He leads the That's NFL good. with six games. Of three hundred plus yards, passing yards, and it was the fifth times this season Stroud throw threw for three hundred plus passing yards and threw for multiple touchdowns. I went back and I looked at his stats from the beginning. This is a rookie now, right from the beginning mm. of the season. First game of the season, two hundred forty-two yards, no touchdowns. Second game, three eighty-four, two touchdowns. Then two eighty and two touchdowns. Then three hundred six and two touchdowns. Then two forty-nine and one touchdown. Then one ninety-nine, two touchdowns, one int. 140, no touchdowns, no interceptions. 470, November 5th, 470 yards, five touchdowns. Then 356 mm. yards and one touchdown. Then 336 yards and two touchdowns. He had three interceptions that game. And then last this past week, 304 touch, uh, yards with two touchdowns. He's got 19 touchdowns with five interceptions. A rookie, What's man. Record? What's their, their record? Their record, oh, I don't even know. Um I'm- I know they are, lost against the Jaguars. Six, six to five. Six to five. Yeah, because they were they were at the top, weren't they? They would have been at the top of the six to five. Uh, their, their they division. would have been at the top. They would yeah. have been seven and they would have been but seven and four. But he's but Houston is is a decent team now. Houston was yeah. one of the bottom dwellers over the past few years. And this rookie has taken this team and put them on his back. And I think um there there's it's not a glass ceiling for them. The sky's the limit for them yeah. in the next few years. They can get make some nice trades over the offseason and, and uh, get a good draft, some good draft picks, and add a few more yeah. pieces. They will, uh, they'll give some people some problems over the next five or six years. Is D'Amico sure. Ryan's uh, uh, rookie coach of the year? For Yeah, you know what? He could be in the conversation. He could okay. be in the conversation. Um, just like C.J. Stroud could be in the conversation for for the MVP, not just Rookie of the Year, but the MVP. Not just the Rookie, yeah, MVP, yeah, yeah for the sure. MVP. So, so I didn't know that there was a Rookie point. Coach. I I didn't either. I just made that up. So here's the thing. <laughs> I want I want to ask you I want to ask you a question because someone had had, had uh, raised this uh, this point. There are a lot of former players that are doing real well as coaches in the league. Your thoughts on that? Because D'Amico Ryan was a player. Dan Campbell was yeah. a player. So you start looking at some of these coaches that are having some success. These are former players. Mm-hmm. Do former players make better coaches than, let's say, a McDaniel, who wasn't a player? That's that's hard to say, Mike, um, because, I, because I've seen – First of all, I would never be a coach at that level. I don't want that life. They have to spend way too yes. much time. They 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 make a good living. They make good money, but you can't enjoy it because man, you're you're man. you're 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 coaching here one week. I've seen cats that I played with. They're coaching. I see them coaching with the team. They're on the sidelines this year with one team. Next year they're with this with on the sidelines no, with another team. Yeah. It's, it's it's too much of a uh, changes, constant change and. Ups yeah, and downs, and they spend. Staley just got released. Yeah, and they spend a whole lot of time working. You think the players work hard? The coaches yeah. work twice as hard as the players. So I would yeah. never want that life. But but I've seen uh, athletes, former players, uh, coach and do well. They become real good coaches. But then I've seen former players try to coach and they're not good coaches. So I think it's. It's six of one, half a dozen of the other, whether you're whether you're an athlete or whether you're not an athlete, whether you played or whether you didn't play, whether or not you're going to be a good coach. I've seen it both and ways. I, and I, I definitely agree with you, Irv, and to say it just a little different, I think former players who are capable of being a coach, because all of them are not, right. are, good co- are good coaches. Mm-hmm. I've seen guys, I mean, even, even in just summer camps with, with the high school guys, kids i've seen guys who played the game well and they can't even coach these kids right and remember it's different coaching it's different coaching kids in high school than it is professional athletes and i say yeah, that but, to, but i say it, that to say it, this because i remember when i was a head coach um for robbinsville high school here in new jersey 
I was, you know, I would help out with the receivers and I tell the receiver to do this or to do that. And they couldn't do it. But that's what we're, we're used to, you know, being out there with great athletes. And when the coach tells us to do something, we just go do it. So yeah, but uh, it, you, it, you gotta, you gotta I, be able I, to adjust. I, I totally understand what you're saying, but I mean, to just kind of uh, just change the narrative with that. We, we, we coach some of the top kids in the country. Mm-hmm. And at all, at, all, at all position, and I and I've just kind of watched some guys not able, not being able to do it, but had the name and the recognition of being an NFL player. Right. And then I've seen on the on the, you know that same summer camp, some guys I've watched that okay, this this guy could possibly be a coach. And and there's some guys who are then this was like 10, 15 years ago, and some of those guys right now are our coach. So it it, it yeah. f f. In my opinion, if if of course if you played the game and you have the capacity and the understanding of how to coach, right? I think I think you you'll be a better coach be than better than, coach. than an individual who did not play the game. Makes sense. That's what you you said something very important, Fred. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. And and I'll, I'll move on. They need to be taught. I think the players that have played can be good coaches, but some of them need to be taught how to coach. And I think that's the yeah. key. They need to be taught. Don't just go out there with the whistle because you played. Right. Get some teaching as to how to be an uh, effective coach, and I think it'll go but uh, they, further. They All gotta, right. They got to want to be a coach. They got to want to be a good coach, too. Get, you know. Yes. Of course. All right. Top five receivers for the week. All right. Fast Freddy. Go ahead, brother. <laughs> Fast Freddy. We, we, we're rolling through. All right, I will start with, you know, I'm, I'm going to roll through this because we, we're rolling. Uh, Devontae Smith at seven, at, at seven, at uh, at five, had seven receptions, went over the Bills, of course, 106 yards. Rasheed Rice uh, from the uh, Chiefs had eight receptions, 107 yards, went over the Raiders. Keenan Allen had 14 catches again. This catch, he's. He's gonna. I think he's gonna be dynamic. I would. I would. I can't wait to see his stats at the end of the year. Had 14 for 106. Uh, went on the Ravens. Uh, no, lost out. Lost over the. Lost with the Ravens. Uh, Pittman uh, from the Colts had 10 for 107. Went over the Bills. Over the Bucks rather. And DJ Moore, my guy. Uh, tough. Had a tough game, but but you know came out a winner. Had 11 catches, 114 yards. And I think. Oh, well, let me say this. It it was a horrible week for the wide receiver. Yeah. Yeah. That's you know what? It was. It was. The top. The nobody, top nobody 20. I think there were. Right. I think there were like five touchdowns in the in the top 10. Yeah. The top 10 wide receivers. So yeah. it was. It was. A, it was. Uh. It was pretty. It was pretty rough for the receivers this week. Good week for the DB. So DJ Moore's <laughs> D, uh, DJ Moore is my number one guy. All right, Reverend Doctor, what you got? Uh, number Reverend five, Doctor. Giants, Jalen Hyatt. He had uh, mm-hmm. five receptions, 109 yards, but he had a 21.8 yard average per catch in their uh, win over the Patriots. Where they they stink, man. The Patriots, good God. Uh, number four is Chris Olave. I want this cat to get going. I think that he has a lot of skills. I think he got hurt this week, too. He plays with the Saints. Um, they lost to Atlanta, 25-15. He has seven catches for 114 yards. No touchdowns, Mike. Neither did uh, Jalen Hyde. No touchdowns. I, I'm looking. I'm like, nobody's gotten any touchdowns. J- no. Jalen Waddle, the Dolphins, Mr. Waddle. Uh-huh. You know how he waddles. <laughs> uh, they won over the Jets, uh, 34-13. He had eight for 114. No touchdowns. Uh, and then DJ Moore is my number two. Uh, he's with the Bears. 12, 12 to 10, they won over the Vikings. 11 receptions, 114. No touchdowns. My number one, here's my number one. He's got a touchdown, Mike. He can't be number one unless he got a touchdown. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> my number one is Devontae Smith. He had okay. uh, he's, he had three TDs in the last four games, but seven receptions, 106 yards, big, 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 big game, big-time catches, one touchdown. Mm-hmm. Big-time catches. That one touchdown was big-time in that game. Um, but he's my dude, my number one guy out of my top okay. receivers, this uh, top five receivers this week. We got a lot of crossover. My number five, uh, Rasheed Rice from Kansas City. Um, look out for this guy because they've been saying that they need a go-to receiver, and uh, he came on mm-hmm. strong eight receptions. 
107 yards, one TD. He didn't um, drop nothing? Uh, not that I'm aware of. He, he's but, in Kansas but, City, but he, right? You said Kansas City, yes, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, no, he but didn't, yeah, didn't drop nothing. <laughs> but but that, here's the hope. I, I think, I think he, he's heard enough. They need a number one guy, and maybe mm-hmm. this is his breakout. So we'll keep an eye on uh, Mr. Rice. Okay. Uh, my number four was uh, DJ Moore from Chicago. Uh, number three was my uh, top pick, Christian Watson from Green Bay. Uh, number two, Keenan Allen um, from uh, the Chargers. And my number one had the ball been thrown to the corner of the end zone, Buffalo wins that game against Philadelphia. They had two touchdowns, one with the, the running back missed one, and then when the quarterback mm-hmm. threw it on the opposite side of Gabe Davis. Gabe Davis is my uh, yep. top pick. Um, uh, he had a real good game, six receptions for 105 yards. Uh, the go-ahead mm-hmm. we thought was a go-ahead touchdown, but I thought they had too much time on the clock. He had the slant in the end zone, and I'm like, okay, here we go. Buffalo's going to do it. And uh, that's when, yep. uh, obviously, Philly took the ball down the, the field. Uh, so Gabe Davis had a real good game. Uh, the thing that I wanted to ask you guys, and the reason why I don't have Devontae in there, and we're not you guys didn't even mention the other side. These guys didn't do anything the first half. We want to talk about that a little bit because oh, oh, that was oh, one of yeah. the things that we yeah, yeah. The receivers, both of those guys, I mean, I'm like, where are they? The first half, mm-hmm. they were no shows. They were no shows. And big games like that, they're gonna need to show up uh for them to be successful down the stretch. Well, part part of part of in, in the last two games, part of the problem with uh, the passing game in terms of getting on track and catching balls and gaining yards and touchdowns has been, you know, uh, protection and some of the play calling. Um, they just haven't there we go. called a lot of plays where they're throwing the ball. And, and Jalen's been a little skittish, too, uh, in the first half. You know, he'll move around a little bit and start running around. And, and he has the option to change plays as well. So they're not throwing the ball. Uh, as well in the first half for whatever reason. I think uh, some of it has to do with making adjustments, you know, as well as I know. You both know you come out sometimes and you're anticipating one thing happening, but something else is happening. Mm-hmm. And we all know that uh, Desai, Sean Desai is the new offensive coordinator. I think he's still, I mean, he's only 11 games into his career as an offensive yeah. coordinator, so he's still learning how to make adjustments. So I think there's a lot of different variables that play into that, but you're right. they they That's one of the things they've got to do. They've got to okay. get off to a better start uh, in these games, you particularly do that as weekend. the games. Yeah, they're going to have to you this, do weekend. this weekend. You do they're that this weekend. Yeah, yeah. You're going to be whooped real quick. Yeah. They, yeah he'll, 49. Listen, Troy, 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 Ogle, no, let me, let me say what Manny Day said. Manny wrote a good one this time. He was talking about one of our comments we said before. He said, I think players should know when an athlete puts on his uniform, it's the same as when I used to put on my law enforcement uniform. The public will use their freedom of speech to try to trigger you. When they're when they're successful, you become the violator. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And the exactly. one paying the money hmm. and or criminally charged. Smile, yes, wave, drop the mic, walk away. <laughs> That's, that's it. You're right, Manny. You're right. That's that's good stuff right there. That's good stuff. That's it. All right, last one. Thursday night that's game. This, this is going to be a good one. Thursday yeah, night game. I can't oh, wait boy. to see this. The I can't Gattle wait to see this. Yeah. Versus the Cowboys. If I can stay awake, I'm going to watch it. If I can stay awake, I'm an old cat now, man. I'll be falling asleep 9 o'clock. They need to put these games on earlier. What you think, Fred? <laughs> you know what, man? Yeah. I... I, I I cannot trust the Cowboys, man. I mean, I, I can't trust them. You're talking about you're talking about eight wins, right? Two against the Giants, one against Washington, one against Jets, one against New England, one against Carolina, one against the Rams, and one against Charlotte. All losing teams. Every win they have this year, and Irv mentioned this earlier, every win they have this year is against losing teams. They lost against Carolina. Which is which is not a not a bad team, but but not not a really good team, really good team. But the two losses that they've had is is San Francisco and of course the Eagles. Uh, we got Seattle at six and five. Uh, they could be iffy, you know. They could be heads or tails. Uh, you know, they beat the Lions this year. They beat the Bengals and they beat the Browns. So I, I I'm going to give this game to Dallas. I'm going to give them. I'm I'm going to give. Uh, I'm going to give it to them by by a touchdown. 
Uh, they should they should beat Seattle, but I, I, this is a game that I wouldn't bet on because uh, because you know at, at times I just don't know who Dallas is, and you know when they play a decent team, you know I, I just don't know if they'll show up. But but I'm I'm going to give it to Dallas by seven. All right, Reverend Doctor, what you oh, got? You waiting on me? I'm, you're the coach. You're the host, man. I'm waiting for you to to, to point, say something. <laughs> Michael Lott just showed up. He said, "What's going on, y'all?" He said, "Great show." Tell him we get ready to go. Thanks for coming. That, no, we ain't ready to go nowhere. Not yet, Mike. We'll give you a few minutes, Mike. We're going we're gonna to hang on okay. right for a minute. Um, so, um, Seattle, Geno Smith. I thought. We talked about this at the beginning, one of our first shows. I thought Geno Smith, I said, you know what, if he shows up like he did last year, you know, they could have a special year this year. But that's not happening. Six sacks. He got sacked six times last week, 12 quarterback hits last week. He's thrown 12 touchdowns and eight interceptions thus far this year. He's got he Last week he threw for 180 yards and one interception. They lost – the last two games, Seattle, they lost three of the last four games. They scored under 17 points three of the last four games. Where in the world is DK Metcalf? Where is he at? Yeah. He hasn't been in any of our statistics, in any of our wide receiver of the week, any of our top five at any time this year. Where is he? In the meantime, Dallas is rolling. They're playing good ball right now. Yes, they, they've only beaten teams that had losing records, but they're putting up some numbers right now. And you got Cooks helping out, you know, before C.D. Lamb was the only receiver that that uh, Dak was throwing the ball to. But now Cooks is showing up. Last game, Turpin's showing up. They're on a three-game winning streak. Yeah. They won five of the last six games. Michael Parsons has 11 and a half sacks. He's tied for six. He's got uh, – he's tied for third in QB hits. Their defense is the highest in the league in terms of quarterback pressures. Darren Bland, we know he just set a record. Record five, pick sixes. Ten, that's crazy. He's got five pick sixes, what in twelve week, twelve weeks into the season. That's crazy. The pass defense, they've got twelve interceptions. That's fourth in the league. Dak Prescott last week he threw the ten different receivers, three hundred thirty one yards, four TDs, and la- that was last week versus Washington. He's got seventeen TDs, two interceptions over the last five games. It's Dallas. They're gonna they're gonna win okay. this game. They're gonna win this game. They're playing well. Um, Because they know they have Philly coming up here pretty soon. So they're not going to have a letdown. They're not going to have a lapse. It's going to be Dallas. They're going to win big 42 to 10. 42 to 10. 42 to 10. I don't know about that one. Okay. So remember I said that. Remember I said that. I just just wrote it down. 42 to 10. We'll remind you next week. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to talk to Dak about that. Because I want to see a good game, but at the same time, yeah. I need to be realistic. Dallas is the better team. However, if Seattle if. can turnovers, if if they limit turnovers, Dallas will get tight down the stretch. They keep it close. Dallas will get tight down the stretch. They are known to do that. So that's what I'm hoping for so I can see a good game. They're at home, though. Dallas is at home, and they've won a ton of games at home. Yep. And uh, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the upset, just because I want to see a good game. <laughs> I do think the better Dallas, but I'm gonna go on them on the upset hey. because I want to see a good game. But but so see, you do, but with. you but you are agreeing that if Seattle were to win, it would be an upset. Yes, sir. You do, yeah, yes, you, sir. Oh, yeah. So it would be an upset. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yep. For sure, it's, yeah, for sure, without a doubt. But Mike, but Mike, you, Mike, you're you're opti- you're, you're optimistic. Optimistic. <laughs> yes, I am. Yes, yeah. I am. So you and, you, and you have optimism. You have optimism, but you're realistic about it. <laughs> yes, sir. That's a great way to put. Because I really want to see a good game, and I'm just hoping for a good game. But I just, I just believe if they keep it tight, don't turn the ball over, and Gino That's- just protects the ball and be methodical, Dallas yeah. will get tight. And 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 That's you know as well yeah. as I do, they go down the stretch. What a name will throw he'll Dak will throw a pick. Yeah, that, that's what, that's what I don't pick. I don't trust him. Mike, that's what, trust, yeah. that's what Manny Day says. He got another comment. He said, Sir, I've been with Dallas, the Dallas Cowboys since nineteen sixty seven, 
and Jack cannot handle stress. I think he said Dak. That means Dak. Dak cannot Dak. handle stress. I watched all the quarterbacks come along. Uh, I'm very shaky about Dak. Can't handle yeah. that split second stress. See you. Yeah. One love. He said, we'll see. We'll see. One love. <laughs> we'll see. All right. That'll do it. That's That'll a good comment, it. Manny. Can't, yeah. Can't trust it. Can't trust. All right, brother. Wait, hey, Irv, go ahead and pay the bills. You, you got to make some shout outs and, and some calls. Okay, go ahead we got shout before we take off. Shout out to Manny Day. Shout out to Michael Lott. Shout out <laughs> to Troy Oglesby. Thanks for being with us, Richard Melton. Sorry about your bills, bro, but that's the way it goes. Uh, <laughs> Fulton Fryer, shout out to you. Way it uh, goes <laughs> on love train. <laughs> uh, Vinny Capriati, Samantha Ross, Wanda Cunningham. But we got a bunch of folk in the house. Guy Rozier, I don't know if you're still there, frat, but good to see you. Um, who else? Mama, I don't know if you're still there. Subscribe. Mama's, mama's still watching. Subscribe. I'm, I'm going to get there, Mike. Yeah, mama I'm gonna to get subscribe. There. I'm gonna, mama's already subscribe. subscribed, I'm okay, sure. So listen, listen, everybody. Again, we're we're pushing to uh, air this show on live on our YouTube channel. Our YouTube channel is called Wide Outs World. As you can see, O-U-T apostrophe S, Wide Outs World. We are, we have a channel on YouTube. We ask that all of you would go to YouTube, go up in the search uh, area, search for Wide Outs World. When you find it, please subscribe and hit the notification button. That way, when we go live on every Wednesday at 7 p.m., it will notify you and you can come on in the room and have these discussions with us. So we'll look forward to it, to seeing you next week. Mike, you take it. You're the, you're the host. I was getting ready to go out. <laughs> you got it. Nope, all right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for watching. For Fred Barnett, Irvin Fry, I'm Michael Timpson. Wide out world. Peace out. What is that? Is that why? <laughs> is that why? Wide is out. That, which, okay, you, okay. That's wide out world. Doing, Mike? Yeah, that's wide out world. Wide out world. Yeah, same thing. I got yeah, it. Okay. That's the same thing. Yeah. Wide well, out Those old, are W's, y'all. Oh, wide, oh, oh, broke wide receiver fingers. <laughs> He's got his fingers crossed. Oh, he's got him crossed in the middle. Fred, cross him in the middle. Wild House World. I like hey, that better, Mike. Cross him in the middle. Wild House World. He got he. Hey, he, Eric, he got to do this. He got to twist him like this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, his fingers won't do it by himself, huh? You got gang signs up here. <laughs> Ain't no gang signs. We out of here. All right. We'll see you.